Hey, today we're going to talk about how you can't drive engagement with $0. I used to say you can drive engagement no matter your team size, headcount, budget, bandwidth. You can do it. You can do it. It's just going to be really hard. And there's actually just a piece to this to where, yeah, you can drive engagement for free. You're going to have to like have a bunch of lightning strikes twice, three, four, five times and get really lucky. The chances of you driving engagement with a budget of zero is not great. So I still stand by that statement. Technically, it could happen. You listen to my show, which is why I'm like, that's why you're, you can drive engagement. I'm going to give you the tactics, the strategies, the things to think about, the questions to ask your CEO and the leadership team. But you shouldn't have to drive it with no budget. When I say no matter your budget, I'm also kind of assuming you have some kind of budget. And when we go to our CEO or whoever you ask for for budget, your president, your VP, your founder, whoever it is, you all report to a variety of people. This is not so that you can send out a bunch of grub gift cards and throw parties. Remember, I've told you those are like the sprinkles on a cake. They're nice to have. But if you just put sprinkles on a plate and give it to your employees and you're like, look, it's a cake, then they're going to be like, no, it's not. Where's the real food? The things like management coaching and the employee experience, the things that make up what the, the work is like, like how teams treat each other. How dialed in are your values? Has the company received like ongoing learning and development training? You need to invest in tools and other experts. Bring those people in and and those systems and processes in to optimize your employee experience because you're only one person. You want to do all these things, but you can't always do it by yourself. That's where your budget comes in. And a lot of CEOs, presidents, VPs, whoever you report to, they'll also love to say to you, well, that's why I hired you. Why do you need to bring in experts? Mr. or Mrs. CEO, I am keeping the business running. Remember, I own payroll, compliance, benefits, policies, hiring, firing, onboarding. I mean, in a given day, just like you, my priorities shift all across the business. There is a difference between running the business and changing the business. And if I'm going to go off and change the business and you want me to do this by myself, then I can't always be available then to answer payroll questions and make sure that employees get great onboarding because I'll be out optimizing the employee experience, but then the business isn't going to run very well. I need to be able to tap into other experts so that we can go faster. I need to be able to buy tools to add to our tech stack so that our employees have a better employee experience and we are optimizing the way information is shared. Maybe you have a tool like Pingboard that can make sure that your org chart is always up to date and that onboarding is a delightful experience and managers are having one-on-ones. You need to make those investments. This is the year for HR to automate. A lot of you still do things in spreadsheets and you set manual notifications for you to remember to do certain things. And you try to send a survey in SurveyMonkey and you're like trying to make up the questions. It's not a good use of your time. It's not a good use of the company's money to be paying you to try and pull a rabbit out of a hat every time you try to do something creative. You need a tool and a company to help you do it again, like Pingboard, but you need other tools too. And you need other consultants. Your managers need ongoing workshopping. Do you have the time every month to put together a scenario that you're going to run through the, the manager's a lesson in which there's like, here's a principle that you should make sure you're aware of. And here are some examples of not handling it well. And here's an example of handling it well. Now let's go role play. You don't have the time to do that every, every month, but your managers need that. That's where a management coach comes in. So These are investments you have to get your person you report to, to understand that it is what will solve for your turnover and your low productivity and your lack of engagement and ultimately your revenue. If you're missing your revenue targets, take a good long, hard look at how much is being invested in and how much time is spent on optimizing your employee experience. Everyone wants to drive engagement. Let's drive engagement. And the CEO's like, you got to drive engagement. And you're like, okay, 
Um, let me just go figure that out on top of everything else. Driving engagement, like an engaged workforce is the output. The employee experience is the input, the really tricky part where all the work happens. That's the part that you need to invest in and what it's like to, to work at your company. That costs money. But it's the right thing to do for your company to survive, for people to thrive, and for the bottom line to be taken care of. So when people don't quit, when people are upskilled and managers are giving a delightful employee experience, people are going to want to stay. That saves you money. That makes people more productive. And that gives you a great culture. If you want to know more about culture, check out my episode on your values and your mission and your vision statement. That's that's a really critical piece to start with too. Do your employees know what your values are? Because that's actually a framework that they're supposed to be using to make decisions. Go listen to that episode. I'll put it in the show notes. But I wrote you a script. I wrote you a prompt that I will put in the show notes that you can either send this as a Slack message or you can use this as a talk track to broach the topic of, hey, I need a budget. And before I read it to you, I want you to keep in mind if this is scary and you're like, oh, I'm going to get told no. Think about this. Depending on what industry or sector you're in, this could have a different application. But if you have a marketing department, do they have a budget? Are they expected to drive pipeline organically by posting on Pinterest and hoping people see it? Probably not. Does your sales team have a budget for like gifting or taking people out to dinner, potential clients or attending trade shows or generating momentum in the, the pipeline to turn prospects into customers? What budget is being used for that? How is that any different? Your employees are your internal customers. You need budget so that you can give a great employee experience, just like you want to give a great prospecting experience when people are just getting to know about your brand, when people are being sold to, you want the sales team to have access to resources. Apply it to the different departments and be like, wait a minute, maybe not every department has a budget, but yours should not be included in that. Your department and your job has a direct effect on the revenue of your company. HR and people ops are often not seen as a profit center. And I think that's really funny. That's really silly to me because the people are the ultimate revenue driver. Are you not the ultimate profit center? You are like the profit center. Yes, marketing needs to get people to know about the brand. Yes, sales needs to close deals. Yes, customer success or customer support needs to help your existing customers have a good experience and remove roadblocks so that the customers stay and continue to pay you. But if none of those employees are engaged, none of that's going to happen very well. Your job is to make sure that you're taking excellent care of the people that work at the company. And that's delivering a better employee experience across the employee hierarchy of needs, which I keep harping on and I'm not going to stop because that's what this is all about. I really thought the employee hierarchy of needs was going to be like a phase I went through, but it's actually like the foundation. It's never going away. And neither are employee surveys or the people first philosophy versus profit first. You are the ultimate profit center. If people are disengaged and quiet quitting or they're leaving the company, that's costing the company money. You are on the hook for the biggest revenue driving lever at your company and it's solving for disengagement. So if you don't have budget, that's like running for the president of the United States without any money. Those people raise money. If you don't want a political example, that's like investing in your 401k with zero dollars. It's never going to grow. You need to put in money and the money compounds. It's just that concept of like, it takes money to make money. And that is why you need some kind of budget. If you want to reach out to me and know exactly how much, we could talk about what's your headcount, what's your tech stack look like, what kind of consultants have you worked with in the past, what have your latest engagement survey results shown are like the patterns and the gaps. So I can't sit here and tell you like, 
this should be your budget for this company size and this should be your budget for this company size, I would be lying to you. It's a very nuanced thing to figure out, but we can do it together asynchronously on LinkedIn. Just to get the conversation going, I wrote you a prompt and I'm going to read it to you. So whether you are sending a Slack or a Teams message or an email, or you are saying generally this, it would sound like this. We need to discuss the importance of employee engagement and its direct impact on turnover, productivity, revenue, and ultimately our company's long-term success. I want to emphasize that investing in initiatives to deliver a better employee experience, which is what drives engagement, is not just a matter of employee satisfaction, but a strategic move to drive revenue and productivity in the long term. To do this well, we need to allocate budget for key areas such as management coaching, employee training, tools, and consultants. These investments will help us develop stronger managers, upskill and retain our workforce, and leverage external expertise to create a better employee experience much faster than if we didn't make these investments. By doing so, we will foster a motivated and committed workforce that will ultimately contribute to our bottom line and long-term growth. I truly believe that by allowing a budget for investing in our people and their experience at our organization, it will help solve for disengagement and help us hit our revenue targets at the same time. Hey everybody, this episode's brought to you by Pingboard, the employee experience platform that helps you drive engagement. Nobody can drive engagement all by themselves. You need a tool to help you think through what parts of the employee experience can be automated, can be improved, and don't even exist that you can now offer to make sure that your employees are like, wow, I like working here. I want to stay here. Go to pingboard.com to learn more book a demo and see what it could be like to not lay awake at night wondering why people are disengaged and why turnover and quiet quitting is just running rampant. If a CEO is just point blank, like, no, keep your calm, keep your cool. Listen to my episode about fierce conversations. Seek first to understand your CEOs or your presidents or your founders typically have a very outward facing ego. And that is why they're good at what they do. Their job is to kind of be the face of the company and to make big decisions that impact a lot of people. Help me understand why you don't think this is a worthy investment. And don't say it in a mean way. Just be like, we seem to disagree here. And I would really like to understand more about why you feel the way that you do. Don't get combative. Don't be like, you know what? I, I, you are asking too much because it can be easy to get emotional because you guys care a lot. You care so much about the people and you know that the people are disengaged and that people are suffering. And it's just like your culture's lacking. And you're like, ugh, I just don't have the time or the headspace to like go deep and figure out why. Well, yeah, it's because you, you need help. You can't do it all by yourself. Keep asking open-ended questions. Like, tell me more about that. Tell me more about why that is. Well, we don't have the budget. I mean, my Christie thought here, which I don't recommend you say, it's like, well, then we shouldn't be in business. But there's a way to say that that's like, by putting our people first, that's what gets people to stay. Turnover is expensive. Disengagement is expensive. Low productivity, quiet quitting, that costs our company money. These people will take more sick days. Like, help me understand why not getting our foundation rock solid, which is the people, is not a worthy investment. And if they're like, well, how much do you need? And you say, I want to figure that out with you. I'm going to come up with a proposal and, and show you you know, that's when you're going to be like, we need management coaching. We need da, da 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 You need to do an engagement survey. I've done a ton of content about that, that you can check out in the show notes. But 
you need to ask Gallup's 12 open-ended questions that take a screenshot of your current employee experience. It avoids question fatigue. It's 12 simple questions with a Likert scale. And you start at the bottom of the employee hierarchy of needs, which are basically those questions. And then that's what you figure out how to optimize first. So let's say one of your clear patterns in your survey was that you're stuck on the very first basic need, which most companies are. Where the basic need is, I know it's expected of me at work. And that gets a very low score. You start there. You don't jump around on the pyramid. Just like in Maslow's hierarchy, you don't jump around. You need the basics first and then you build. So you say, our our employees don't know what's expected of them at work. So my suggestion is I've done some research. I've reached out to consultants, some experts, some people we can bring in to help us create individual team and company goals. It's an exercise we're going to run the leadership team through so that we can then train managers how to pick team goals so that our goals are correct. Managers know how to craft team goals and then involve employees in the decision of what their goals will be so that employees are bought in. List out in your proposal, like these are the top three things we need to optimize this year with our employee experience. You can send a pulse survey and ask your people more about like, hey, um, thanks for taking the last engagement survey. Uh, We noticed a clear pattern that a lot of you said you don't know what's expected of you at work. We apologize. Don't put it on them and make them feel bad because they're not going to want to give you more feedback. Just say like, my job is to deliver you a better employee experience. Help me understand a little bit more about what you mean by that. Feel free to speak openly, transparently. This is anonymous. Tell me more about what this meant to you. And you'll get a different bunch of different answers. But usually they'll be like, everything's due all the time. There's no due dates or there's too many due dates and they're all changing all the time. Everything's a fire drill. That is a project management problem. Maybe you need to invest in someone to come in and train managers how to run a team I'll link out to the modern work method. The way that we work is very broken. You shouldn't be slacking in Microsoft team messaging everyone every day, interrupting them. Like projects are in flight before they've been scoped. Deadlines move. It's chaos. It's anarchy. And being a startup is not an excuse. If you're a startup, you want to fix that early and bake it into your culture that you don't act that way because it's not sustainable. It'll burn your people out. Um, you'll get people who will say like, I just like my job is not directly what I was hired for and my job has evolved. So that's a question of like, is this person being paid properly? Is their title correct? How did this even happen that they're doing something out of scope of what they were hired to do? Could be like the managers still need training. If people don't know what's expected of them at work, your managers might be individual contributors and trying to manage a team, which is never good. Your managers need the time and space to do their job, which is to manage and take great care of their team, remove roadblocks and hold proper one-on-ones and like be a steward, a servant leader to their people. So um, you'll get a variety of answers. That's the beauty of the survey format though, is that like you get to take the time to go be creative and be like, interpret this. Then you bring it to the CEO and you're like, you want to know how much budget I'm asking for? These are our three things that we need to go optimize on the employee experience in this order. These are the consultants. I have the data to show you that employees gave me direct feedback that like this is what's broken. And if we fix it, that they would be more engaged. So this is what we need to invest in. This is how much it costs. If you're told no, then we're in a tricky situation because you're being basically on the hook to drive engagement without being allowed to. That's a conversation too, a very candid conversation, which is why you need to have a close relationship with with your boss or whoever you're reporting to. You guys should be partners in disengagement crime. They kind of need to like support you, trust you, but mostly get out of your way. Let you have your scientific method hypothesis, like according to our survey results and our follow-up survey, it seems like this is the issue. I'm going to bring in this expert. We're going to go through this training. We're going to make some changes. It's going to take a while. But then you survey again and you ask everyone, like, how to go? Is it better? That's how you know if you're driving engagement. And that's also, though, how you have confidence in what you're working on. So if your boss is like, what are you doing to drive engagement? Or like, engagement's low. You're like, I know. We, we know this. Most companies, this is the case. And this is what we're working on optimizing right now. Remember? 
And they're like, oh yeah, I'm so glad we hired you. But you can't just fix engagement with $0 because you're busy running the business. You need to bring in experts to help you change the business faster. It's just, you're like I said, you're going to have to have some incredible level of discipline and productivity for you to be running the business and changing the business at the same time. It's the same as asking the marketing department to just post on Pinterest organically every day and hope that their sales pipeline. It's just kind of silly. It's not how it works. Your people are your revenue driver and you are on the hook to take care of the people. You are the biggest profit center at your company. I stand by that. HR and people ops are the biggest revenue driving opportunity at the company. And if you have $0, that's like expecting your 401k to compound and there's nothing in it. That doesn't make any sense. It wouldn't happen. You're going to ask for budget. You're going to do so confidently with some data. You're going to do it with the vein of like, this is what's best for our people, but also what will drive revenue. You're going to talk about what your boss cares about, which is the money and the bottom line. And if and when you are met with you're not getting any budget. You will seek to understand and say, tell me more about this. And if you really chip away at that and the answers just are just like, we just don't have the budget. We just don't have the budget. We just don't have the budget. Well, deep down, then you shouldn't be in business or like just, it's just a a revenue first profit first company. And that people first lens is just missing. And there's so much you can do to help that person see the path to revenue and solving for disengagement at the same time is by investing in the people. So try to have that conversation in in as many ways as you can and maybe get other leaders bought into the concept. Don't triangulate. Don't be like, I need you to buy into this because the CEO won't. Just pressure test the other leaders and say, do you buy into this philosophy? How do you feel like you understand the people first versus revenue first philosophy? And do you see the value in investing in our people? And if you can get a few of them to say yes, then it's kind of like you're in your next one-on-one with whoever it is, CEO, founder, president, say, I have had some really great discussions with other leaders at this company who are also very excited about the potential of what it looks like to prioritize our employee experience and what that would do to our bottom line. So maybe we need to have a discussion, all of us, would that be helpful? I mean, the CEO, the founder, the president, they are on the hook for so much too, and they don't want the company to fail, but they don't understand until you can get them to, you get there by taking care of the people. You take great care of those in your care. These aren't just numbers and spreadsheets and and what is the revenue this month? How many more customers do we have? No, how are the people doing? Then we talk about that stuff because so long as the people are doing excellent and goals are clear and managers are well-trained, the revenue takes care of itself. So you need budget. You can't drive engagement with $0. That's impossible. You're not insane if you've tried to do it and you lay awake in bed at night and you're like, I'm terrible at my job. No, you are not. It's just that no one can drive engagement by themselves and with no budget. So I will link out to this prompt in the show notes and let me know if it's helpful or if you had this discussion or if you need any support from me, just reach out to me on LinkedIn and let me know what is being brought back to you as the no. And we can talk through another way to to rephrase it or reframe it in their mind. And I, there is an endless supply of ways that I can help you say, I hear you. I understand that that's how you feel about that. But have you considered just reach out to me? We'll talk about it. Okay. Driving engagement is hard, but it's not impossible, but you need budget. Okay. Thanks for listening and um, keep going. I see all of you. I see how much you care and how hard you work. Just keep going. Okay. And I will see you next week.